Philippians 1, verse 1. From Paul and Timothy, slaves of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, with the overseers and deacons. It's a blast to jump into Philippians. Uh, it's a, a just a joy-filled letter. I say that intentionally. I think one of the main messages of this letter is to rejoice in God and uh, in the people of God. And so joy is saturating this letter. And so it's a joy to jump into this letter. And this letter is from Paul and Timothy, who identify themselves as slaves of Christ Jesus. They belong to him. They do not belong to any other. I think this is an important principle for us to live on in life, is that we want to uh, reduce the, the amount of people or institutions that we are enslaved to in some way. And we want to walk in freedom. Uh, the freedom to then be enslaved to Christ. And so they're slaves of Christ Jesus and they're writing to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi. This letter is for all of the Philippian believers. And then uniquely out of all of Paul's letters, he includes the overseers and the deacons with the overseers and deacons of the church. And so I think what Paul is showing us in this verse is the uh, kind of, kind of polity in a sense. Uh, I'm a convinced congregationalist, a Baptist, and I think that that means that uh, the authority of the church is Christ and under Christ Jesus is all of the saints. But all of the saints are led by uh, elders or overseers and deacons. Elders are those who are committed to the uh, and set apart for the word of God and prayer. And the deacons are those who are leading in practical ministry, providing for the needs of the people and the needs of the area that the church is set in. So uh, uniquely, Paul includes them specifically in this letter. And th this letter is uh, a joy-filled letter because the Philippians are a model congregation in many ways. But Paul's also going to call them many times to unity, to togetherness, to oneness of spirit, to sharing in the mind of Christ. And so uh, he's calling them to rejoice and he's rejoicing in the good work that God has begun in them. But he's calling them sort of into the next level, the, 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 the way up. He's saying, you've been saved. God is at work in you. And now live this way. Not so that you can get saved, but because you are saved. I think he includes the overseers and the deacons in this because they have a special role in guiding this Philippian church into the maturity of spirit that Paul is going to call them into. And so uh, leaders play a special role. They're not over the congregation in the sense that they are more holy and they are uh, better than. It's the, the level up that everyone in the congregation should be pursuing so that they can be in a position of power over the other saints. No, I think that what Paul is saying is this message is for all of the saints. You are all empowered to push one another on to walk in this way. And the leaders that you call from among yourselves, the overseers, uh, 
who guide you in the word, and the deacons who serve you in practical ways. They have a special role in bringing this letter to fruition. So I think that we can pray for our leaders in light of this verse, and we can pray for ourselves that we would uh, play the part that we are intended to play in our church body. So God, would you help us all to receive your word, to live in it, and then to call one another to live in it. You, uh, would you help us to uh, play the part in our congregations that we are intended to? And then we pray for our leaders that we call from among us. Uh, would you help them to guide us in the word of God and in prayer? Would you help them to uh, serve us in practical ways of ministry and lead us in service of others. So would you give a special measure of grace to our leaders, but would you uh, guide our entire churches to walking out the word as it's been given to us? In Jesus' name, amen. And that is Philippians chapter 1, verse 1.